It never fails to happen. And it's almost always just before your shift ends. Something always goes missing. And it's usually really big or insanely small. It's a winner take all to find it. Except the winners are losers and the losers get to stay late. This is Raiders of the Lost Tool. Yeah, it never fails. It's always the smallest thing. Uh, and, and it's always in the worst location or the easiest location that you looked a hundred times. It's like when you go into your house and uh, you go into your room and you're like, hey, honey, I can't find uh, the specific thing in our room. She's like, did you look for it? And you say, yeah. And then she goes to look for it and you start that sweat, you know, because you know she's going to find it right away. I know, right? You know, a matter of fact, that's, that's like your spouse in general, you know, like, babe, I can't find this. And it's like, it's right there. I'm like, where is there? And you're literally looking in the same place. And then she comes it, and finds it in like 30 seconds. Like, gee, Yeah, it's right there in the middle of the bed. And you're like, God damn it. <laughs> so- <laughs> it, it, it got me. Dang it, you got me. All right. I'm like, oh, well, the, the kids must have hated it. Right. No, so- <laughs> I've, I'm, un- I'm under this uh, impression that I know where everything is, except when my spouse moves it. You know, when it moves it, it turns into this pocket dimension. It disappears until they. Yeah. Yeah. And so just like maintenance, right? You're working on aircraft, whatever, with another group of people. And you you have your specific set of ways, right? You have your FOD bags. You have your parts bags. You have a way you organize yourself as you're doing a job. And then you get somebody else with their dick beaters coming in going, hey, let me give you a hand. I need something to charge too. So they come in and then you're like, cool, man. Well, I'm going to go hit the head real quick. I'll be right back. And you come back 10 minutes later and you're like, what? We're like, hey, we're missing some parts. You're like, how the fuck are we missing some parts? I know where I put everything. Oh, well, I, I mixed these two bags together and uh, this and that. And you're like, why would you do that? Well, I needed an extra five bag and I didn't feel like walking back to the hangar. Get the fuck out of here. Like, God damn, now, now we're searching for shit, you know? Sorry if I'm cursing too much, but that's, that's literally how it goes. And- <laughs> no, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. You know, and for those listeners that don't understand, you know, when it comes to aviation or aviation maintenance, when you lose something, ain't nice. nobody going home until you find it. Nobody, nobody going home. Nobody going home. You know, except uh, for the person, except for the person that lost it, because they magically have a doctor's appointment or shit to do with their kids, and they're like, "Oh, guys, I'm real sorry, but I just got a thing, and I bye." You know, every time, every, every time. time, every single time. You know, and the worst part is, it's always in the most inconvenient time. Always, never, never, ever fails. It's always so. I'm, I'm working. I done, I don't know, a 12 hour job, 18 hour job, depending on what company you're with, man. Sometimes you go 20 hour jobs or, or especially if you're on the road, you know, you got to drive to your site and your home or your hotel or whatever is 30, 45, sometimes two hours away. God forbid. Right. And then you're tired, you're exhausted. And then here comes Schmo. So all of a sudden loses a two inch wrench. (laughs) How, How do you lose a two inch wrench? First of all, how do you lose? It, it's, it defies the laws of gravity where things just magically fall up or disappear into Narnia or something like that. And then yeah, you were working on the bottom side of the engine. How the hell did it end up in the pylon? For the, engine? <laughs> the fuck right? is that? You were, you were working literally below the area where the wrench was at. <laughs> kind of Hogwarts shit is this. Right. So true. So true story, <laughs> right? Um, I was, I was working on a helicopter, right? And um, we had to adjust, um, the main rotor blades so it can actually get on track and balance. And this is like a one and a half inch wrench, right? I don't know how the heck it happened. The wrench was on the floor the last time I saw it. And then someone comes with me, hey, I lost the wrench. 
first off, how did you lose the wrench? It was on the floor. And then mm-hmm. we're looking all over the place thinking somehow someone kicked it across the flight line or whatnot. And then we, we started playing stupid games as to where it's going to be. We start pulling grades. We start looking in the, in the tires of a, of a tow tractor or whatnot. And take a wild guess where we actually found it. I, I couldn't. Well, what were you working on to begin with? Oh, it was a it was a H one helicopter, kind of like a, like a Huey, for instance, right? You know, like yeah. the the Vietnam yeah. style ones, the the fortunate son state bird. Yeah, the one where you where as soon as you go walk out to the uh, aircraft, uh, you hear John Fogarty's voice from Credence start singing. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> right? Every time, so, every time. So so picture this, right? So we're looking for this one and a half inch wrench, and the one place we never thought we would ever find it, and that's exactly where it was was on top of the main rotor blade. Jesus Christ. How? 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 Yeah. Where, how? Yeah. <laughs> so we had a similar thing on a corporate jet, right? And I was explaining about you were working on the bottom side of the engine, changing a fuel. Let's say, I think we were changing a fuel control, which mm-hmm. is on the bottom side of the accessory gearbox on, on the left-hand engine. And uh, same thing. We found, found it up in the pylon. I said, how the hell did this fall up in the pylon? But it's one of those, somebody puts it in their back pocket not paying oh, attention and they climb God. up on top and they're laying and doing around and it just slid out of the pocket and pulled the freaking snake and went right down in the like insane. <laughs> insane. So, like I'm a I'm gonna tell you something. Yeah, here we're gonna go into a section of things my nuggets said. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. So uh, for those of you who don't know, a nugget is is a, is a marine term that stands for uh, new guy training. N G I T new guy in training, aka nugget. It's probably like the smartest dumb person you'll ever meet in your life, right? That's pretty much anyone that comes out of tech school immediately onto an airport or uh, an FS uh, MRO or whatnot. And if you're looking in the thesaurus, see also FNG for fucking new guy. (laughs) Yes, that's exactly it. The freaking new guy, right? Anyways, so funny story, uh, funny stuff my nugget told me. Uh, had a guy, he was losing, he lost his tool, right? God, God forbid, we have no idea where the heck this thing is. We looked up, down, everywhere, and it was like, well, call it a loss. We have no idea where the hell this thing is, right? And the next day, Nugget somehow crawls out of Narnia. He's like, oh, I found it. I found it. <laughs> How the hell did you find it? We literally went everywhere to find, find this thing. Long story short, this kid had it in, it, had it in his pocket, right? The whole time. The whole yep. time, washed it, went through it through the wash, everything, just right in his pocket. And they didn't want to tell me like, you, 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 someone would have randomly would have saw the washing machine just clattering all over the place. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah, <laughs> you know? throw a brick in the washing machine. Like, that sounds what? real weird. That sounds a little heavier than some quarters and dimes <laughs> and nickels. What the hell? Yeah, it's only it's only a wrench or a whatever the heck it is he took. But at least, but at least in the in the military side of things, they would make that asshole drive back to bring that part back absolutely the civilian side it never fails hey we're missing a tool well we're halfway into the next shift how do, it was it was determined lost on first shift so how am i only finding out about it now and who had this shit checked out and where are we going with this and they're like oh uh we contacted so-and-so and yeah they have it in their pocket they'll bring it back tomorrow uh, uh, oh or or you make them suffer for it <laughs> and bring it back tonight so I can continue using that that piece of equipment or whatever else. No, no, because then we'll have to pay them. Pay them, shit. They're the ones who messed up. You know what I mean? Like, God damn it. So here I am. Yeah, just right. what a pain in the ass. 
And then tool crib never fails. They don't relay on to the next shift that there's a piece of, there's, somebody took a toolbox key home with them. So then you come in the next day and see all the email traffic from the next shift after you going, hey, we're missing a tool. Listen, uh, <laughs> so, every time. So I, re I really, every I kind of sort of feel time. for the tool crib in this, uh, but not really. Maybe just a smidge, a smidge, like a little sprinkle, a little sprinkle of there, you know? <laughs> well, maybe because, uh, maybe just a sprinkle, but because they're not the ones who actually use the tool, but they're also the ones who look through the equipment when it gets checked out and when it gets mm -hmm. checked back in. So, so also there's two sets of eyes there, but oftentimes the person checks in the tool and tool curves like, right. whatever, I'm out of here. <laughs> you know, I wish Blockbuster actually did rentals like that. You know what I mean? Like I just give them the blank thing and the tape's not even there. Hey, I just got a free tape, a free movie for free, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Too bad it's too bad it's VHS and nobody use that no more. <laughs> right, or even Redbox, right? You know, Redbox just well that's that's the new that's the hip yeah. new today, right? It's Redbox, right? So just I think I think even Redbox is old old news now with you got Disney streaming and you got Netflix and you got uh, Amazon and uh, I'm sure I'm missing something. HBO, whatever like Hulu, is also Hulu Plus. Anyhow, Hulu Plus I, dig and I digress. That. Speaking of that, Hulu Plus, man, that I like that service, but like it's weird because the only time I use it is during the holidays, right? And it's mostly for like parades and what have you. But then that's like the worst time of my life, man, because I'm buying, trying to buy presents. And now on top of that, oh, by the way, here's a $120 cable bill. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, so we lost the tool and we're, we have to do the scavenger hunt. You know, it's, one, yeah. it's just one of those things you just have to deal with. Everybody heckin' hates it. And it's always for something dumb, like we said. In our case, you know, we'll say like a one-inch wrench. That's that's obvious, right? Yeah. We're gonna find that eventually. It's always like the little, most utterly ridiculous things. A, a washer, a washer, or a screw. Uh, you know, from any piece of equipment on the aircraft. You know, the tiniest little thing. And I don't know about you guys, but the worst place I ever found, and it was for me. I happened to me. I dropped it. I couldn't find it. We were deployed. Had to get the bird up for the mission, went and got replacement parts, you know, just hardware, put it on, kick the bird out, went on about my day. And, and I get back to my room, back to the, back to the chew that night. And I go to take off my shoes and I've been down and tell my shoes stuck in my laces, in my laces. Wow. Was, the, I, I couldn't believe it. So I walked back over to the hangar. I was like, Hey guys, uh, just so you know that, that pod was found, but, uh, it was in my shoe. Damn. And then you get the you know, then you get the ass chewings and all that right. other stuff. That it, right. <laughs> so and that, that's that's like when you when you find it, right? If I it, thought you, but I thought you checked everywhere. <laughs> oh, dude, bro, dude. <laughs> well, it's that SpongeBob meme where he's like, uh, "You checked everywhere, though." <laughs> <laughs> or the, the other one's Patrick, you know, like where he shows the license plate. So this is yours. Yep, sounds about right. This is your signature. Sure does. So then, so. This and that, like, I don't get it. So you did check out the toolbox. Uh, so I don't. Yep. And that, so how did you? How did you not see the wrench was missing? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, that, that's exactly how it works out, right? Especially when you go into the reporting, right? So mm -hmm. whenever you lose a tool, everyone has to go find it. Somebody always has to be the one to do the report, right? And that's always yep. some unlucky guy. Sometimes it will be the guy who lost it. Sometimes it will be the one who's in charge of the shift. And then you get, yep. and then you get the twenty-one questions from pretty much everybody, right? Why did you lose the tool? Why didn't you check it? Uh. <laughs> yeah, and so when you send out the email, you have to put literally everything in there. Lost it from 
let's say, yeah, let's say it is a wrench. Lost such and such size wrench from such and such toolbox number, checked out at this time by tool crib attendant C, and checked back in at this time by tool crib attendant and was deemed all parts accounted for at that time, which determined that was a lie. But <laughs> that, that was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so 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 then so then the hunt goes on and you're like all right well so then you get the shops right coming let's say coming to us doing right because we're in control come to us all right hey we missed this we couldn't find we did a fog i'm like did you do a fog check of the whole area yeah all right well i guess i gotta take your word for it okay fine we have an hour and a half to find it that goes by come back all right so what do we do next uh fill out the fog uh you know report form or whatever okay so you'll do that nay says i you're gonna do it jackson you you freaking lost that shit well i've never filled out one before hmm well i'm gonna divert you to your on shift supervision and they can assist you with all questions right and that's the part i absolutely hate especially when you work in control like you're like the hub for for just problems right no one comes in here just to just to see how you're doing or or tell you of something positive you know like hey i got the job done ahead of time like Oh my God, control of the building's on fire. Ah, oh, God damn yeah. it. <laughs> oh, we got it done on time and we're able to meet the mission. Ooh. That's a rarity. That, that's, that's control porn for you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. So then, so then, yeah. So, so then we fill out the form and then we got to send out the email with the attached form filled out. And then it goes to all the people in the company, most of which don't need to know about it, but they, for some reason, want to be uh, notified. Uh, even though they have nothing to do with it, they're not going to resolve anything. Right. <laughs> and then, and then, and then you get then, then QA comes down the line. Oh, what do we have here? I see we have some missing tools. Yeah, welcome to the show. Thanks for showing up today. <laughs> and you get the twenty questions from them. So you, you essentially you're repeating yourself at least six times throughout this one event for a missing missing tool. Oh my God, tell me about it. You know, even 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 from the military standpoint, you know, like you'd be amazed just how retarded somebody can be. When it comes to losing stuff, it got so dumb that they would have to put these huge whiteboards about, I'd say about 15 feet by 20 feet, just huge, right? Like it's on like American flag. And it's just like step by step. When you lose something, step one, tell somebody or step one, look for it. <laughs> step two, tell somebody. Step three, tell, tell control. Step four, keep looking. <laughs> well, at least, at least you can, uh, at least there's that though, right? There's something for even the most new person. There's some, some sort of process for them to follow. Our existing process for you and I are currently at is uh, go tell, go tell control. Yeah. <laughs> and then they'll, and then they'll tell you from there. Yeah. And then they ask us, so how do you guys know what to do? I just had to figure it out. I'm trying to put two and two together here, make it work, you know? <laughs> Right. Like uh, stuff that everyone, everyone, I, I, everyone I, went to school for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you all learned about this day one. You know, a simple monkey can figure it out, you know, like. Which I guess brings me, I guess brings me back to, we never, we never actually explained what FOD is. So for those who don't know, FOD stands for two things. It means foreign object debris, which is your lost tools, your lost items, whatever they may be. And then there's the more severe of it is foreign object damage, right? That's after said debris gets sucked into somewhere or gets caught up in something and causes minor to significant damage on a plane, yeah. right? And FOD can be anything, and literally anything. If it's on the line and it's not naturally growing there, it can turn into FOD. 
<laughs> yeah, fog, fog could be a piece of shredded uh, rubber from a tire laying out on the active, and as it goes by, the main tire of your aircraft kicks it up into the underside of the wing and, and does some structural damage to the skin or something like that. Yep, yep, yep. Could be any of that stuff. So, and then you, you see some stuff like, I, sh- I should not have lived or a thousand ways to die, where you see someone like just walking by an airplane and he gets sucked into the, uh, into the engine. Did you see that on that Navy ship years ago? Yeah. That guy got sucked through the yeah. inlet. So my cousin, my cousin was on that ship at that time. He said he knew that guy. He said if it wasn't for that, everybody bitches about those cranials. Yep. But yep. Uh, if, if it weren't for that cranial, I guess that guy would have been. Uh, his head would have been a few inches shorter. <laughs> like worst haircut ever. <laughs> or maybe that'd be worst slash best. Like it'll never grow back ever. <laughs> yeah. That's terrible. But <laughs> I digress. But that's a, that way there be like an extreme case, right? You get, mm-hmm. so, you get some other, other things, you know, some of them are there a little bit more blown out of proportion than they should. Right. Like I remember this one time we lost the little rubber foot pad, on a laptop, you know, like picture how small those things are, right? It's like about the size of a, of a ball bearing, almost like a really, like a ball bearing about the size of yeah, that. Yeah. 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 The bottom mount pads on, yeah. On yeah. The laptop, yeah you know, tiny, and then, tiny. and then somehow, some way, you know, the, the glue runs dry or someone after banging around so much, it'll come, it'll come off and that goes missing. Right. And people would lose their minds over this little rubber pad, you know, like, Oh, you know, if I just think it's going to crash, it's going to crash everything. Like, Bro, it's a rubber pad. Chill out, you know? Yeah, it's not going to short anything out. It's not, it's not, it, nobody took it inside the, well, they might have taken it inside depending on the air, the airframe you're working on. Yeah. By the way, it's not going to short out anything electrical. And if it gets sucked into the engine, that engine's not even going to hiccup. Right. Especially since on some big engines, they fire freaking walnuts into it to clean it. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a free, it's like a, like a, chip, yeah. like a chipmunk, you know, just, there you go. <laughs> that's, that's the crap when managed, that's the crap when management freaking blows stuff out of proportion. We were talking about, oh my God, it's going to down, it could down the whole plane. Right. Will it? Will it? Because I don't think so. I've watched whole birds get ingested and that engine didn't even notice. I don't, we only noticed because we were doing the post flight and noticed guts splattered all over the inside of the nacelle. Like, will it, will it, Willis? Will it? Come on, Willis. Yeah. Plane didn't even freaking miss a beat. Didn't even tickle its stomach. Didn't even know, like, oh, yeah. oh, oh, that happened? You know? Yep. <laughs> so, or same thing, like, if you've got an aircraft with a, a propeller and you and you suck up a rock off the uh, off the runway or the taxiways, it's taxiing around in it puts a ding in the blade and people lose their minds. Oh my God, this could have been, why didn't anybody run the sweeper up and down the line? Well, you know, there's blending practices out there. That's why, that's why, you know, those things are allowed, but just it, people lose their mind. That's because people have nothing better to focus on, to be yep. honest with you. Yep, yep. Just let me do my job and you do yours, you know? And I, and I got, and I got to knock all the guys in quality, quality assurance, mission assurance, uh, whatever with flight inspectors, the one, the ones that say like, this is a okay to fly or not the, the conscience, I would say of the, of the maintenance field, these guys, I'd imagine them being extremely bored, extremely bored where like they, they're the kind who can nitpick commas in a sentence, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess in all, in all honesty, right. If the, if the, the line is running as it's supposed to be right in a, uh, and everybody's, following their standard procedures and maintenance manuals and whatever else they're supposed to be doing, then yeah, QA's job should be pretty, pretty boring. 
Like they're just going to start going through documents and revving certain procedures and whatever else for new, you know what I mean? They're going to be going through SOPs, that kind of thing. But, but if you got a real dicked up line and they're going to be out there all day, here, here come the white shirts, son of a bitch. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, right. And then, and then, you know, so going back to the whole tools things, right? Like people tripping, right? It's not just the ones who, who, uh, who you got to report to that trip. The ones who got to suck it up and just, drive that extra or push for that extra hour, hour and a half of their work day to help you find your fuck up. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's that, you know, you're going to get messed around with, you know, they're going to mess with you. They're going to like, if, and when they do find it, say there used to be a practice. I remember they would make a necklace of whatever you found and have you wear it for the rest of the work week. You know, <laughs> no, nothing, nothing like trying to, trying to correct a FOD situation by making somebody wear FOD. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's counterproductive, right? But hey, the embarrassment works. Yeah, there was another sign I saw somebody one time. It said they made them wear like a, they it was like a board on the front and back, like a piece of cardboard with two straps over top, and they would wear it over them like a poncho, and it said "I suck." <laughs> uh, like those, like those old uh, advertisement signs, you know, like you actually wear it. Yeah. Nowadays they spin it, you know, like oh, like yeah. the the spinning motion gets me now. Before they used to have to wear the sign. <laughs> March up and down the street, ringing a bell like the Salvation Army dude at Christmas. Ding, ding, ding. ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so back on the original subject. So we've we've found we got the FOD. We we've been notified that there's missing there's FOD right missing tool parts whatever. We've notified the appropriate personnel. The emails have gone out. QA is made aware. Not depending on where you're at, they may be really involved or not at all. And that's kind of a reference to our current current deal. <laughs> not at all part but uh, uh but but so then and then if you're dealing with military uh vehicles at all you're going to have another entity involved and i don't know if we can say it but i'm just going to say the acronym acronym dcma uh, so that's we should be so able to D- say that right uh, is that a, is that a negative thing there jeff i don't think so it's like i don't know <laughs> he's like so, i have no sticks so for those for those of you for those of you right so dcma is the dod's um qa like, essentially la- yeah qa's right so they're the last check in the box say if a if a company is trying to sell something to the military right and this can be heck in anything it can be trucks it can be helmets it can be vests it can be yeah trousers everything it can be airplanes like all kinds of stuff right and this is where dcma is kind of like the last last check in the box saying you guys did your job right we the military we the the representative all the the paperwork all the paperwork squared away all the appropriate boxes have been checked and then yeah and then the military says we'll accept it and here's your check right so they're the last one say good to go and the military intern cashes you a check to company X saying, we will buy your stuff provided you guys pass DCMA. Right. And what, what, uh, what my co-host here was saying is when you lose something or you break something, you're, you need to have your ducks in a line because D, if there's anyone that's more anal than anybody is freaking DCMA. <laughs> oh yeah. And you also have to talk to them because like they, you got to treat every, every time is going to be like the first time, right? You're going to mm-hmm. get some that are obviously more proficient like anybody in their job than others, but like, you're going to have some that, uh, have never worked aviation ever. Like there was one guy, he came from construction side of things. Oh, <laughs> I remember someone like that. Yeah. So you're like, so they ask a million questions and you're starting to go, what, 
why am I explaining you your job? Uh. <laughs> you make you make you make thousands upon thousands more than I do. How the hell am I explaining? But then you can, and so you start asking the questions. You don't want to belittle them, right? Because they're still a government entity. But like, when you start asking questions, they go, uh, "Well, I see. I, I came from construction. Well, how the hell does construction play into this an active flight line? I don't." Uh, you, you know, big iron burden and and, uh, and concrete pads, same thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Neither of them are meant to fly, but look where we yeah. are now. <laughs> yeah, rebar, rebar, <laughs> rebar, and spars are the same thing. You know, absolutely, absolutely. A one. Now, now here's a here's one I ask I ask for you, uh, MVP, is uh, from the corporate side of things, from the guys who are just like oozing money off the eyeballs. When they lose stuff, does the F does uh is there like a at NED that just kind of checks, puts them in check when that happens. Typically, so in those situations, you're working on uh, you're working on uh, just a regular airfield, right? So you're you still have local FAA representative representatives out there that come out from the FISDO and they'll do spot checks and things. So for every bit of FOD, I mean, uh, if there's something active on the airfield that got damaged at the time, they'll probably come out and report it. But let's say I'm um, AOG and I'm working you know, out in Palm Springs at 3 a.m. and there's a FOD incident or say like I drop a washer or something like that and I can't find it. Um, the only the only entity I have to report to would be that that whoever owns that aircraft, I notify their control. So if it's uh, a, a major company that has, you know, several hundred aircraft, I notify their control. Uh, their control, they, they have their own internal documents, right? And they'll send me, they'll email me that. I'll fill that stuff out, what it was, part numbers from the washer and this and that. So let's say you don't know that. Now you got to do your research in the IPBs to figure out what that washer part number and all that stuff is. But you have to fill that stuff out, submit it back to them. You, you know, sign and date, put your A&P license on there. Uh, your, or like if you're working for a part 145, you put the, the maintenance repair stations number on there as well because you're kind of covered under them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, you submit that back with all of your other documentation from uh, the maintenance you performed on that to the uh, control side of it. And they have a return to service department. Return to service department cover, goes through all that stuff and uh, then let you know when you're good to go and throw the books back inside the plane, lock it up and leave. Um, so, no, there's not really – the FAA doesn't get involved on every one. It's usually only something major um, that happens on the airfield with a specific plane. Or uh, if they happen to spot check you at the time uh, and you're like, oh, yeah. Because sometimes they'll be watching from the shadows. They're just over there creeping, you know, from behind the bushes. And uh, and they see you drop something. They see you look around for a minute and then go back to what you're doing. And they come over kind of with a whistling. Hey, friend, what's up? <laughs> On the ground. What was it? Uh, 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 and you're like, uh, please, please don't take my license. <laughs> They freaking fist don't ninja, you know what I mean? Just like I, poof, I, poof. I saw you fought bad, fought bad, fought bad. Yeah, divides by zero. And in those situations, in those situations, I have seen. So then they start quiz fucking you on everything. They what? What are you working on? What's this? You know? Can I see your work order packets? Can I see your license? Let me see the registration from the aircraft. And you got to hunt all that stuff out for them. And they're most of the time they don't. Not that they care too much; they're just making you sweat, mm. making you sweat it out a little bit. So, yeah. so you don't want to ever go through that again. 
And that's what goes into the Mattel games of things. You know, like when you lose something, you're going to get messed around with. Oh, yeah. No matter what, you're going to get messed around with. Like I said, with the necklace thing, there's other stuff I've seen people do, you know, like uh, they'll tell them to go run laps until until they've cut 500 feet of flight line or something like that, you know, yep. or, they'll, or they'll make and take exhaust samples or something like that. <laughs> yeah, exhaust samples. Go, go out there and stand 500 yards behind the uh, – behind the jet during engine runs and tell me if you can taste what the exhaust tastes like. <laughs> 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 or fill out an ID 10 T form, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's um, exactly it. You know, some of the gritty stuff, man, we like uh, a lot of people don't see, man. Um, and that's, and that's something that, um, people should really learn and appreciate, you know, is there are certain jobs, especially when it comes to aviation, man. Like you think that it's just magic that just makes these things get, get up and go and do its thing. Same with anything really, but there's always some salty ass disgruntled. I've done this for all my life kind of guy. Oh yeah. No matter what you do, I've always done it better than you. <laughs> oh yes, absolutely. Yeah. No matter how absolutely. many times you fuck it. And then you, they, and they've never messed up in their whole career. But you know what you find out is the people who have always done it better than you and have never messed up are the ones who ain't done shit. Oh. The cleanest hands, you know what I mean? Like never had never had any jet fuel on them in their life. Right. Every time. <laughs> we should do that for another episode, you know what I mean? Like 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 white glove hands or something like that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all it, it never freak it never heckin' fails, man. And Again, man, you're working so many dang hours. You're trying to freaking find the thing. If if we even do find it, right? Yeah, if you're lucky enough to find it, yeah. Well, look, there was one time, right? I was going through the hangar. They broke the tip off of a pair of pliers. All right, so we fill out the whole the whole file paperwork. It all goes out. You email it. You notify everybody. Everybody gets – and it's kind of written off. as like, all right, well, that's that. You know, couldn't find it. Then you happen to be walking through the hangar the next day, like 24 hours later, and – right in the middle of the hangar and you just kind of happened to look like I was standing there talking to somebody and I just happened to look down and right between my feet was the tip of the, was the tip of the pliers. And I was like, oh. just, just, just the tip, Merle, <laughs> just, the tip. just, just, just the tip. Yeah. Just the tip. <laughs> just the tip of the, so, just the tip of the screw. <laughs> yeah. So then you turn it in and then obviously though, uh, if you find something, then you have to send out the email to the one you sent the day prior, uh, notifying everybody that FOD was found in such and such a location and uh they can close it out as such but other than that once it gets sent off and oftentimes when you, you you don't find whatever you lost um i don't know where those get archived they get archived in the cosmos somewhere so for those who don't understand right how how do we prevent this shit right how do we keep from from stupid just running a freaking muck and how are we not just playing raiders of the lost tool every single night even though it does tend to happen right more times than not okay so almost everything in aviation is is um serialized identified etched something or another that says this tool belongs to x and x belongs to y etc 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 right uh, i'll give you an example of of a etching tool control or fog control gone bad is we received a, a huey a helicopter this time it was a cobra right uh, ah1 from another unit and part of it is we got to do our own inspections to make sure that they didn't give us a a bum plane right so we were doing our inspections we see this really bad leak I'm like holy shit it's leaking right but we couldn't find exactly where it's leaking it's just pouring shit everywhere we were chasing this leak for 
days. I want to say like, like it was a fuel. Was it was a fuel? Was it, was it hydro? It was oil. Was it? No, it was oil. It was oh. oil. It was like oh, oil. Okay. Right. So we just see like this purple shit. Just like, like what the hell? Right. So we troubleshooting this leak, this oil leak for days, days, and then finally when we find out what, where it was coming from. Uh, we decided to bring it inside. We we had to pull the engine to get to the the part that's leaking, and as soon as we pull the engine off, out pops this this uh, mag light, right? Oh, like this shit. little person little personal pen size mag light just pops right out of the air out of the engine. We're like, oh my god, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> divides divides with zero. The <laughs> <laughs> black holes are formed. Right, it divides with zero. It does not compute. <laughs> anyway, anyways, so we're like, oh my god, a flashlight, right? It's like the worst possible treasure you could ever find in your life, right? Like, I'm not. I'm happy that I found it, but I'm not happy that it's here. <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah, it's one of those like, well, at least I know why this thing was leaking. Right, but and then, then all the follow-on. Oh, so so here's the funny part: when we pulled when the, when we got the mag light, the person etch their their information on the flashlight you know so so, so set themselves least, up for failure gotcha bitch <laughs> so i mean at least at least like you kind of sort of did the right thing by etching it saying it was yours but then that goes into a whole nother slew of personal tools on 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 the on the workspace but you see this thing says belongs to so-and-so uh contact number blah blah, blah. like oh shit well case closed, <laughs> everything everybody. but their house yeah everything but their home address case closed everybody yep now now, now was the aircraft was the guy whose flashlight was found was he on the same on the same uh location as you or is he from a different location like they were down range and fixed something down range and then sent the bird back to you no so they were actually two they were on the same flight line as us, but like two or three buildings uh, away from us, right? So here we go, you know. Uh, here comes the commanding officer. Pretty much every big wig possible dials that number. Hey, so-and-so, did you know you lost a, a flashlight in the engine? Did you know you lost a personal tool <laughs> on my flight head. line? I'm about to take your job. <laughs> I'm going to take your job. Freaking straight witch hunt, right, for this person, yeah. right? And then uh, plot twist. The person uh, who it belonged to didn't even use it for the past two months, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they ended up finding out that the person that did lose it, it did belong to the person they called, but uh, person A loaned it to person B, and then person B used the tool and then lost it in the engine. Oh, my God, even worse. So even now, worse. We're getting, now we got it's two just, of you. The- the, like just when, it, just when you think it can't get any worse, the story can't get worse from there, and it, it just does. The plot, the plot thickens. <laughs> and meanwhile, the commander is just like the red, the rage, like their eyes are turning red because it just gets worse. For, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm about to take your job. <laughs> like in the Andy Griffith show, when Gomer goes to the Marines and the drill instructor just starts that head shake because he's so mad. You guys ever seen that? <laughs> Before the blows his top. The funniest ones, man, is when people get mad is – They'd start doing like this, this lip vibration, you know, like their lips start quivering. Like, mm. oh yeah, the, especially if they got a mustache, right? The mustache yeah. starts quivering a little bit. Just like, mm. <laughs> Sir, your mustache is about to jump off your face. I don't know what to do. <laughs> like a freaking Fred, like Fred Flintstone, his his wig just like literally does backflips, and you're like, whoop, whoop, whoop. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god 
freaking so can you imagine man like that you're the commander you're saying hey hey screw screw up you left your flashlight in the engine wtf right and you, and then person a goes like no, I didn't. I let my I let person B borrow it and like just break confetti. Like, like in, like in, like, yeah, like in that guy's mind. It's like, no, I'm totally in the clear because I lent my personal tool to this other clown. Like, and the other clown lost it. <laughs> when the circus music starts playing. God damn it. God damn it. I hate all of you. <laughs> oh, man. So I got a, I got a fond story too. So uh, I know, Dwayne, you were deployed jeff i don't know if you were ever deployed or if we're military at all or i am not i'm actually a, a production guy so I, I do concerts and stuff right oh okay so, you, so you're a gross and disgusting civilian like myself exactly <laughs> but i can relate to a lot of these stories you wouldn't believe how many stories i got like this on you know job sites and concerts and stuff it's great J- jt here is our freaking sound god you know what i mean aka our conscience our so, conscience. Those, you know, so actually so that, that'd be that'd be good to add a, a another worldly perspective so i'll do my fod story real quick and we'll let we'll let uh we'll let him j- chime in and give a, a non-aviation so just a, for a rounded story of people can say like, oh, this isn't only only aviation specific, right? Uh, a FOD, a FOD issue. So, uh, downrange uh, six. I don't know if you guys had your aircraft fly between site to site to site, like they didn't re- RTB to the same or return to base to the same location every night. Yep, yep. So uh, you get those uh, site wars going on, so to speak. Within a war, right? Within a war, <laughs> yes, you have site yes. wars going on. We're better than you. No, we're better than you. No, fuck. Anyways, uh, so they go. Uh, so we we were kind of swamped at the site that I was at with, and I was doing the uh, scribe and or mecretary at the time. So I was controlling all the books. So I had all the books for every aircraft in country at at my location, and I was the one. And the guys would just email me parts cards and stuff like that, and I would fill out all the documentation, fill out the books, whatever. But I could also control what birds went kind of rtb wear to get certain maintenance done so we were already busy doing uh we had an engine change going and like a 400 hour and all this other stuff so i you know changing fuel nozzles a bunch of filters a whole bunch of other stuff servos some servos at the same time so uh i sent i sent some maintenance down to uh downrange to another location and i get a nasty phone call like you lazy pieces of shit you guys don't do a fucking thing we're doing all this down here we had to do another engine change yesterday oh boo the fuck who who the fuck who? What else are you going to do while you're here? You know what I mean? You're deployed. What else What else are you here for? Call of Duty Black Ops? Call of Duty Zombies? I get it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I get it. I like that too. But we'll we'll get back, you know, we'll, we'll finish that when we're done. Uh, so, so they send that nasty email. And then So they do a maintenance evolution, kick the bird up, send it back to us. All right? So it lands. We're post-flighting it. Open up one of the side uh, cowling side plate panels to do you know a quick inspection of the engine bay, make sure there's no obvious leaks or nothing like that. And you see that net that that uh, sun in the darkness, right? That shiny chrome flash from your flashlight that gleams off from the glow of your flashlight. What the hell is that? And you look up in there, and on the back of the where the fuel filter come out of that gearbox, there was the engine truss kind of ran, you know along and there was a wire bundle that ran along that so it's kind of a tight fit so to get a socket in there i mean you had to kind of wedge it but if you didn't forcibly take it out it would hold itself in there between the wire bundle and the filter so you see i'm like what the fuck is pull that shit out of there i'm like oh well 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 what do we got here you know what i mean (laughs) 
and so and so, and so and so and so we had sent another maintenance evolution down to him right uh and another i sent him another engine change uh that very same day prior to finding prior to finding that uh that that socket so i get a nasty email god damn it another engine change fuck you guys and i just responded to the email with like with a picture of that socket sitting against there wedged in with the wire bundle and the filter i'm like hey uh check uh toolbox such and such number you guys missing anything and they're like uh maybe and i sent him a picture i was like yeah bitch keep complaining keep complaining <laughs> i sent him a picture of uncle sam got your ass now <laughs> got your ass now but sorry they're, like, they're, they're like they're like please please don't say anything to anybody else i'm like no 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 well we won't say anything i was like we're cool like that i was like we're all on the same team here i was like but just quit your bitching you know what i mean like like we're all we're all we're all human here you know so so n- nothing was ran up the chain nothing was done it was secretly sent back to the other site you know uh i guess by putting fod into the aircraft but wrapped up in bubble wrap <laughs> and taped to the inside of a pylon but uh i it still made it back there and uh, no other issues <laughs> like, I, I gotta uh, ask i, I gotta ask man <laughs> okay so i gotta ask uh well did it or was it a 10 millimeter socket by chance <laughs> no it was a uh it was a uh, five eighths. No, it was a three quarter socket. Oh, uh, dang it! Well, wasn't, close enough. Wasn't, wasn't super small. <laughs> close enough. <laughs> it's the American equivalent of ten millimeters. Damn it! <laughs> no, it's yeah, not. I mean you would almost expect, right? Because you always lose that ten mil socket. But I don't think on that platform. I don't think there's anything, anything metric on those. Huh. At least that I remember. You don't. You don't get none of those anymore. The that and metric crescent wrenches. You don't get those anymore. Metric crescent wrenches, yeah. <laughs> I got a I got a left-handed and right-handed crescent wrench. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Uh let's let's take a note from our conscience. Uh JT our conscience. What what you got, friend? Oh man. Um let's see. Probably the worst. All right, so so let's start out. What 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 concert was it? And uh let's get all the details. Uh well there's certain certain stuff I can't I can't say, oh, I gotcha. um, but, uh, I was working this show. It was a, uh, it was a, uh, larger show. It was, a, and basically what happened was we, we have a lot of multi-tools, a lot of, a lot of stage hands that use multi-tools and, uh, so, like, like Leatherman. Yeah. Like, like, like Leatherman. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So right. they had set one with the knife open on top of something that was going to go in the air and it went in the air and nobody knew. But back, yeah. So this is the day before the show. Everything's fine. Um, but all of a sudden, you know, it's probably 10, 15 feet in the air and the front motor goes up. So then it, it slides off the back and it hits the ground. And the, the, please tell me it stuck blade first into the floor. It didn't, but, uh, <laughs> but it was, uh, it was not a pretty sight after that guy, similar to your story, had his, uh, had his name etched in it and uh so you knew exactly who it was i've never seen somebody get off a job site so fast in my life <laughs> yeah. sir get your shit and just get the hell out you fired didn't even you have fired. to say anything he said cool i'm Play- out you you played yourself you fired <laughs> oh all right so to let's t- to tie all these things together you know there's going to be times where you're gonna lose stuff there's going to be times where you're just working so hard you're tired you're 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 exhausted, 
your right, right not to downplay it, you know oftentimes there's many times you know flight crew has uh, uh crew rest periods right minimum of 12 hours but for maintainers there's not actually i think in the in the fars there is something written in the federal aviation regulations about crew rest for maintainers but nobody holds holds you to it so there's many times you we get it you're exhausted you're working you know 40 to 60 hours straight sleeping sleeping in a back of a van waiting on a part to show up like i won't really even call it sleeping you're just kind of there you know you you're exhausted we get it you're, you're stuff's gonna happen so it's not just we're not just uh belittling those who have lost tools because we've all done it <laughs> you know and like in the, like what uh, BP says is um, you're you're gonna get tired. Shit's gonna happen. Shit's always gonna happen. It's um, when you do when you do when shit does happen. How you react to it is how it is what really determines who you are and what you're gonna do. And when you lose something, you, you know you gotta suck it up. You know you're gonna get fucked with if if you did lose it. We're gonna find it or at least try to find it, and then and then have to do all the follow on steps afterwards. Yeah, it, like a, almost like a see something, say something, right? Absolutely. Like, hey, look, look. If, if if you lost something, just just admit to it. All right. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna get fucked with, but no, that's that's just part of the process, right? It's gonna happen. But it's much better than somebody finding out something you lost, i.e., like the flashlight you were talking about later on, and you didn't say shit, because it's much mm-hmm. worse then. And especially right. if something super adverse had happened to that helo. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that gearbox engine seized because of that flashlight in there, and they had to auto rotate into the dirt. Like that, you're you're going to prison at that point. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know? So what's what's the options? Get ass chewed for about ten minutes? Eh, I've been chewed out before, or going to prison. You know, where you're where ass chewing is a whole different thing. The test bench in the plunger factory, you know? <laughs> so. Yeah. So, like, uh, in another place that I worked, which is um, on uh, space systems, right? So, walking underneath, the, I, and I was telling you, Six, this story uh, a few days ago, but we had a new guy, a Nugget, right, an FNG, and he was working on one of the engines, one or two, I don't remember at the time. But me and, uh, me and our avionics lead were walking underneath those engines, and I looked down, and I see two washers and two nuts that look like from the starter gen mount pad on the gearbox. I'm like, and the cowlings are all closed up, right? Nobody's working on it actively right now. And I'm like, what the, these look like it. So I pop open the cowlings, right? And look in there. I'm like, well, there's no missing hardware. Like, where the, like we did, me and this other guy inspected both engines, one and two, one and two, the whole, the whole time, you know, for probably an hour, I guess I would say, and couldn't find anything missing. Like, God damn. So we go over and like, hey, is anybody like, we found these under the end. Has anybody seen? We, like, we know people were working on this on the earlier shift. Did, did anybody? What What were they doing? Like, oh, they yeah, they had to pull off the starter gen, do an inspection, put it back together. I'm like, okay, I thought these came from that because that's what they look like to me. And so you get the one guy, uh, the new guy, come up. Um, yeah, so I I dropped some all the hardware earlier because he was putting them in a shirt pocket instead of in a fod bag, you know. And then he bent over and <laughs> marbles everywhere. And shit bounced. So I couldn't find a couple of them. Although I don't know how, because those two were directly underneath of the engine. Like of all the places those things could have bounced to on the hangar floor. Anyways, they were right there in the engine. And I was like, well, what? why didn't you say, like, well, I looked at the engine. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I went and got new hardware and put it on there. I was like, okay, but why didn't you say something? Mm-hmm. I didn't want to get yelled at. I'm like, 
okay, but now I can't trust you anymore. You know what I mean? Because I don't know what else you've done on this air, aircraft that you've fucked up and aren't going to say anything about because, uh, you know, because you don't want to get yelled at. So I'm like, look, man, this shit's dangerous. You can't be, can't be fucking around like that. Like say something, just say, please say something. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get yelled at. Yeah. Or whatever else. Nine times out of 10 though, you're not going to get yelled at. Ah, God damn it. All right. Let's all go look for it together and see if we can find this shit. If we can't, whatever, at least people are aware. Right. Right. And, uh, so from that time on, right. So from that time on, you know, they didn't fire the guy and do anything else. But from that time on, he was never allowed to work by himself. He was never trusted again to work by himself. And ultimately it got to the point where he uh, just quit left. So. Yeah. Right. And rightfully so. But it got to the point where he was like, all right, I'm going to go do this. I'm like, ah, oh, no, no, no. You got to have so-and-so with you and they're busy right now. So you just wait for them. You go support <laughs> them and do whatever they need. All right. Take the trash out and wait for him to finish his other job. And then he'll come support you. And they're like, I'm tired of taking the trash out. Well, this is what you get for fucking lying. You know what I mean? Right. You're, you're an unsafe person. So again, see something FOD related, say something. Right. FOD bad. Absolutely. FOD, FOD bad. bad. Yeah. FOD in, conclusion, bad. in conclusion, FOD bad. <laughs> right. Lost tools turned into FOD. <laughs> right. So that, that's, and, uh, and, and that's our tie up for, for everything on this one is, you know, uh, FOD is bad. <laughs> when you lose it, you're going to turn into, it's going to turn into a scavenger hunt. You're yep. going to get messed around. It's going to be a frat party. You, you might get a call sign out of it. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get messed around with. If you're going to get a nickname some way or another, it probably won't get let down for the next four years to never. <laughs> yeah. Depending and, on yeah, what, what you're, where you're working, whether it's military or private, it, it'll, it'll be with you for a while. <laughs> so you change units. <laughs> and even then it probably will follow you. Right. <laughs> it's, it's forever. It's tat- You might as well tattoo it. It's forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, cl- closing thoughts, uh, BP. Um, well, I hope you all enjoyed uh, episode one. I hope everybody uh, learned a little bit about FOD. If you didn't already know what FOD was, hope you got some good laughs out of it and uh, don't be fucking up. And you can follow us on cancelformainness.com. We have an, follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we do not have Twitter yet, but we'll work on that. Uh, uh, subscribe to our podcast and you guys stay close. Oh, and hopefully some merch coming soon. Coming soon. Buy our stuff. Buy our stuff. Ha, 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 ha.